0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. plus. <laughs>
1: Laurie Rolls, a two time winner, takes the lead from Faulkner. That's the way they finish the first lap. Schubacker! It's Schubacker! The Brazilian and the Colombian driver, I couldn't help it. And take back. Oh my goodness. Well Nelson Piquet understandably filled with rage.
2: Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. I'm your host, Mike Jokum. Matt is back from a week-long vacation. Matt? How are you? What was what was uh, vacation like? Nice, nice time off.
3: It was, and I got to stump anybody, everybody in our first ever cabin trivia night. It was kind of like a bar night trivia thing. Okay, that was fun. I uh, we also go go karting every year. You'll be proud of me. I won the first race. I may or may not, but definitely wasn't the fastest car. And then, so the second race, there was a different track with different cars. And my brother Jay and I had decided since we were in two of the best cars last race, let's kind of keep our eyes out for the worst cars for the second race. Yeah. And so we found it based on the previous race. But then when I jumped in mine, my car was insanely fast. So I think the person before me was just inept. But so I was about to pass everybody I got. So there was seven of us and there was eight cars in the line. And so Jay and I got in the last two cars in the in the grid, not knowing that there wasn't a person in front of us. So when we started, we just <laughs> ran into a cart that was sitting still. And the worker looked at us like, why did you tell me there was nobody in there? I'm like, dude, I didn't know until this exact second that there wasn't anybody in there. <laughs> so we started like 25 seconds behind everybody. And it got to the point where it was like a couple laps to go. I had almost caught my dad and then my cart died on the front straight. Like the engine oh. started to cough and then shut off, and my mom was telling me afterwards that she thought I was like waiting for everybody to taunt them in some capacity because I <laughs> gave, I was doing like the pageantry wave yeah. as they were going by, and I'm like, nope, I was just sitting there because my engine was off. <laughs> so almost had my dad, could have gotten them, but it wasn't meant to be.
2: Yeah, I, that's fair. So, you know, since we always start with a non-racing question, I'm gonna ask you. Two questions that were asked last week, so you you might know what's coming. I don't know if you're prepared, but let's start with first the, like a popular movie that you can't stand.
3: Oh, yes. I absolutely thought of my answer as I listened to that, (laughs) for sure. For me, it is Anchorman. Oh. I saw it four or five years after it was like super cool. And so when I watched it, I'd, I've i heard it referenced a million times and I had seen yeah. it and I was just like, it, it had like a couple funny parts, but as a whole, it wasn't that funny.
2: Okay. All right. That's sad. But I mean, it's better than Shannon saying Jim Carrey. That was...
3: Yeah, that hurt. I, uh, I'm not like Jim Carrey's biggest fan by any means, but what is the uh, Ace Ventura 1-2, The Mask is a, definitely a classic. Liar, liar. That one's... I mean, it's got a it's good, good plot, but it's, it's like, not great. Like, the ending just like, it's just too sad for me. It's too real. <laughs> you know, I like the mask where it like, obviously it's a yeah. ridiculous plot and he has to save Cameron Diaz from being blown up by TNT. Like, you know, I think most people can get behind saving someone from TNT explosion. I think that's a
2: Matt wants his movies to be as unrealistic as possible. I
3: mean, it's not even that either. Cause I hate superhero movies.
2: So do I. Actually, I don't. I don't like them either. So we we agree on that.
3: Yeah, but I'm trying to think of what else I like. Bruce Almighty was okay.
2: Yeah, that's when it started to like not get as good for his career.
3: Yeah, I've never seen the Truman Show. I feel like I kind of have to see that one at some point.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Then it's th- there's not much rest of of, He's in of God scene in the last of the like... office. Yeah, I mean that was funny, but it was yeah it was I one just scene. Get to the Finger leaks. Yeah. Uh, That was, that's one of my favorite episodes of The Office, but we won't, we won't make this an Office podcast because I, I'm pretty sure you and I both certainly could. So, next question, you are, you know, like uh, Tom Cruise and, and Harrison Ford were hanging out in the F1 race in Silverstone. You get to hang out and watch an F1 race with somebody famous who was not in racing. Who are you hanging out with?
3: I think similar to past podcasts, I would say Christopher Nolan. Probably. Oh yeah, good choice. I think I I would I definitely need to get that man a steak at some point. Actually, he should pay for me. Um, I need to find a way to weasel my way way into one of his dinners. Yeah. So yeah, that he I'll, can also pick up the tab.
2: Okay. You know, I'll. I wish you the best of luck with that one. Thanks. That's all. That's all I got. I don't know if you have anything. Should well, we dive into I Nashville? have.
3: A, I have a running list of um topics to discuss. I yeah, don't want to cool. overstep you or anything, but no, it's cool. Well, we we talked about it. So you just mentioned the office. Yeah. So gun to your head, you can only pick one. Are you picking the office or Parks and Rec?
2: Oh boy, wow. It's very difficult because my dog is named after Parks and uh, Parks. Yeah, and Rec, but is that going to be the only went, reason you pick it? But I went to the University of Scranton, so I have very close ties to. Well, on a the flip side, is that
3: going to be the only reason you pick the office? I feel like she's come no. down to merit
2: i I think I would pick the office,
3: okay, so congrats on picking the correct answer. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think Parks and Rec has many funny parts and really good actors and actresses in it, but the last season of
2: Parks and Rec is kind of a disappointment. which one? the last season of Parks and Rec? like it's I thought just season it, one
3: was pretty disappointing
2: Season one is but season one of the office isn't isn't particularly great either
3: th- the the basketball game is really funny and yeah. the uh the cultural training oh diversity day diversity day where he picks a race for everybody to act out but then he gives himself martin luther king jr <laughs> <laughs> which there's no way you could do that on tv nowadays
2: <laughs> no mo- i think most of that show you couldn't do on no,
3: TV no they would get canceled i'm surprised that someone has. i'm surprised gen z hasn't gotten a hold of the office yet and canceled them
2: Oh, I'm sure it's only a matter of time. I mean, especially these, once they get their peacock logins.
3: These fools went after Eminem, so there's there's gonna be no stopping them. Although the the internet won that one at least, but yeah, one day they're gonna watch The Office on on the and get to canceling. Didn't well, you miss me? Guess,
2: guess I'm flipping that one out. Didn't you miss me? Yeah, I did. I I I was sad not to talk to you all week last week as I was playing through my my f one my team's season one, but maybe we'll talk about that in our f one episode This is IndyCar, and it's nashville week nashville is starts friday afternoon i think the prep first practice is four p m eastern four p m central to be honest with you I don't really know central time zone is i mean to me kind of overrated it is four ten i don't know four ten eastern i can't I can't get the nashville schedule to pull central up here. isn't it. In Nashville is central, yeah. Let me pull up the updated schedule here. Yeah, it is four o'clock central time. So I actually might I might be late and miss the first part of practice because I'll be wrapping up some meetings in another part of Nashville. So Yeah, then plenty of stuff going on Saturday, Sunday. There's like concerts everywhere. There's like three different fan zones. Obviously there's plenty to do in downtown Nashville. So, we saw the virtual iRacing lap of the Nashville Circuit today. Matt, you posted it on the PLP Twitter. So, what did you think? And I know it's just a video game, so it's it's hard to judge too much, but what were your thoughts?
3: Looks good. It looks... Promising. I think uh, it can definitely make for a fun race. I think there's definitely parts of the track where you're not going to be able to pass anybody, so therefore you have to time them a little better on the bridges and whatnot, but I think, trying not to read too much into it, there's at least three quality passing zones that we can see drivers take advantage of, and if there is tire fall-off, that'll play a huge part in it, and I think it was Colin Taylor who said on Twitter, I'm glad they're not doing the start of the race in two turn one because it's a very tight hairpin. And yeah. I agree with that. That's a, a good call by whoever said that. I think it's on the back stretch.
2: Yeah, back stretch.
3: But uh, there's one, the turn, the last turn seems like it's a mixed elevated left hand turn. And then on the left hand side, there's the pit entrance. Yes. That seems, just based on the onboard, that seems like a very easy corner for people to miss their braking zone and break deep into the wall. I think I the ultimate winners of the weekend will likely be Delara. I uh, I see some carbon fiber wastage happening this weekend for sure.
2: Yeah, I man, that's a that's a that's a deep zone to to miss. If you miss that, you're in, you're in big trouble. But I mean, even in the the section over the bridge, the four, five, six, seven, eight section, well, it's a lot of kind of slow. 90 degree corners, if you try to get a little too trigger happy, either coming out of the corner or going into the corner making passes, I think you could be in trouble there. But yeah, I mean, the track looks pretty cool. There's definitely a handful of of good passing zones, I think. I think the name of the game this weekend might be just to wait out somebody who makes a mistake. I don't know how much of a track position race it'll be because there is plenty of passing opportunities, at at least it looks like, but I am am very intrigued. I think I'm more intrigued for how the track looks after seeing it, you know, not just somebody driving over the bridge and taking video on their cell phone, seeing it in some sort of actual racetrack format.
3: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's always kind of how I feel with any new circuit, just wanting to see it in action and... This one in particular, more than, like, let's say Indy had raced at Richmond last year. Like, it would be cool to go back to that old one for the first time. Or if, like, they go back to Homestead next year, like, oh, it's going to be cool to see it again. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we've raced there before, and we kind of know what to expect. Versus this is a brand-new street circuit that is right next to downtown Nashville, so it should have a ton of hype be an amazing circuit and hopefully a great venue that's on the schedule for years. So I think the hype that's been building for a long time is, is really awesome.
2: Yeah. If anybody wants a list of recommended barbecue places, I have a list sent from a local friend who lived in Nashville for the past 25 years. So let me know. Obviously we'll try to do some sort of meetup, maybe a Live show or two, something on Instagram, or I don't know. We'll have some fun with it. I'm going to try to make the most out of out of the busy weekend. But, Matt, before we do any predictions or, or anything else, I do have to let you know my flight is in exactly 11 hours and 45 minutes, and I have yet to pack.
3: This isn't going to be a thing every time you travel somewhere that you have to fill me in on your <laughs> travel habits, right?
2: Um. Uh, uh, it's fun just to watch you like squirm a little bit as you like try to like think of what to say. Try
3: to think of my PG answer where I don't tell you to <laughs> f*** off.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, I was actually going to quote The Office here. Uh, so you're a, a strapping young lad, which is the first time I've ever not called you old.
2: I'm confused, but okay, continue.
3: Where would you find yourself on how you would say a night like tonight in Nashville?
2: Where would I hang out? I...
3: I'm just pretending so, you're a concierge for a second.
2: Yeah. So I think the best thing to do is, well, send me a message for my barbecue list or go down to, to Broad Broadway. It's the pretty much the main strip in Nashville where all the, the honky-tonk bars and restaurants are. You can pretty much walk into any of those. That there's They're all a good time. There's one that's like four levels. That's a lot of fun. There's actually a couple of them. There's one place, I don't remember the name of it, but if you are at the river and walking up Broadway, it's on the left. That's got like a real old school 1930s, 1940s feel inside. Uh, it's just a, it's a restaurant, but they've got a bar there. That's really cool. If you go down, you make a right. I think it's 2nd Street. So whatever the 1st Street is, if you're walking up past the river, there's a, a couple bars in there, like a Buffalo Billiards. It's a, a pool hall with a, plenty of drinks and you know bar food and whatnot. So I would, you know, because most people here will probably want to do the touristy thing, just go to Broadway and walk into any bar. Don't be particular. They've all got country music. Oh, Acme Seed and Feed is a good place to drink and eat. There's like five levels in there. It's all right on Broadway, if you don't like country music, don't worry, you won't be able to hear it over the, you know, million people in the bar that are hanging out. It's all it's all a good time no matter where you go, but I'm happy to provide any recommendations if you're looking for restaurants. The National Predators play right downtown too, so their team stores open if you're a hockey fan.
3: Are you a Hattie Bees person?
2: I have been there. It's pretty good. It's not my favorite.
3: Okay. That's kinda what I heard. It's kinda like a staple there, but then like people go in and say, like, yeah, it's all right.
2: It's like uh, the Peg Leg Porker is the other one that like everybody's like, oh, you have to go to. You have to go to. I've seen it on like six different IndyCar Twitter threads. It's pretty overrated if you ask me. It's not that good.
3: I've but never been that's, to Nashville. So.
2: Yeah, that's, that's just my opinion. Arnold's Country Kitchen is not a barbecue place per se, but might be one of the best food pl- uh, restaurants to go to. I, it's got weird hours, though, so you'll have, to, you'll have to Google. you have to use the Google machine for that one.
3: Maybe I'll cash in my free flight that David Lighting owes me, and it's, in lieu of that, oh. which would have cost me just paying half for the fuel, maybe he <laughs> can fly to Minnesota, rent a helicopter, come to my driveway, pick me up, go back to the airport, fly me to Nashville, and then put me up for the nights that we are there, plus buy my ticket. And food, okay. and supply me all the PD light I need.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. That's that that's like a
3: forty dollars value, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, vacation has blurred your your math ability, but that's okay. We'll let that one slide.
3: And by the time he listens to this, he'll have favorited three of my tweets, but he'll have ignored my text from four days ago.
2: Oh, he he's really good at ignoring messages for the PlayStation X, exp- the the PlayStation Xbox, the PlayStation F one League. And then at, like, five minutes before the race starts, and I'm like, David, are you joining? And he's like, yeah, I'll be right there.
3: Hey, he gets there. (laughs) All right, well, I got some non-Nashville stuff real quick.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 go ahead.
3: First of all, obviously, we want to...
0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live
1: the chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Hey there. My name is Michael Amanato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport.
3: continue to pass our well wishes to robin miller uh, unfortunately more info, information came out that uh, his medical uh, struggles are continuing so we we're just thinking of him and hopefully you can see him on the track here soon it sounds like two and a half weeks ago it got really bad to the point where you know he may have been on very close to passing away so that's very bad news, but we're still glad he's he's still with us. hopefully he can turn the corner and and get back to the clean Bill of Health and out of track soon but never good to read those kind of things.
2: yeah, it's unfortunate. I know there is going to be a donation link up soon via Marshall Pruitt for some Robin Miller stickers where the research where the funds will go to cover medical expenses and and whatnot. I'm sure we'll tweet that out once we find it. It might already be out, but I'm not positive yet.
3: More positive news uh, in the world because we need to get away from news like that. That's just sad. I, I like Rob Miller. I only talked to him once. Great guy, but need to switch it to something positive here. Uh, Rome. or sorry. Well, Roman Grosjean tested at Gateway, and. Only had one half spin, but no contact with anything, so that was good. I didn't know he had a half spin until today, actually, when I was reading up for today's episode. But I think he turned something like 100 some laps. And 166, according to Motorsport. And so that's positive. And he didn't finish last either. That was actually, and, you know, it's just testing. Can't read too much into anything. But the bottom three were Bordet, Kellett, and Carpenter. So not Grosjean. Uh, but his teammate, Ed Jones, was three miles an hour faster than him on the fastest lap. The session was led by Herder, Rossi, and McLaughlin. Not sure we can read anything too much into it, but it sounds like Grosjean's first oval test went pretty well.
2: Yeah, he seemed pretty happy afterwards, everything I read on social media, that, that he said, I don't think there was a media call after that. So happy to see that he did well, and I was also happy to see that he pretty much said, listen, this... Oval stuff is a lot harder than than fans, uh, you know. Maybe F one fans think it is. So I I appreciated his kind of input on on that one as well.
3: Next, there was a small test in Portland. Pato led. Not sure we need to touch too much on that. Their their new liveries for Nashville though look pretty dope. And then lastly, I don't f- like them. Why?
2: I like Pato's the 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 Felix one. It's just it's just a you know, it, I know you're going to say it's
3: because it's blue and orange, and then I'm going to punch you.
2: No, it has nothing to do with that. It's just, It just feels like it's a lot going on. And, and maybe, listen, I could see it in person and totally change my mind like I have on a lot of them. So I will refrain from final judgment until I see it in person this weekend.
3: Blue and orange is a better combination than teal and gray.
2: What's teal and gray, by the way? The eagles. The eagles aren't teal and gray.
3: What are they? What would you say they are?
2: hunter green and black teal is like the miami dolphins
3: yeah it's like a dark teal and i would say yeah, that but like i would say the dolphins are more like a sea foam or an aqua
2: yeah but there's no way the eagles are teal not even well, close
3: let me google that lastly i can get your thoughts on nico holkenberg being Ugh. rumored for another indycar ride again for the fifth time
2: yeah uh I, I think I heard him say somewhere in the F one media world that if he didn't get an F one ride next year, he would pretty much cross it off his to do list at this point in life and that Ed Carpenter is positive that he can get him for a test at some point in the offseason. I I don't know. I listen, I'm I'd be intrigued to see Hulkenberg race over here. I think he's he's pretty good and just hasn't hasn't been in the greatest F1 equipment, but I feel like this is one of those things that we're going to hear off and on. Nico's testing. Nico's going to test. Nico wants to test. Nico's going to drive here next year, and then nothing happens.
3: Yeah, I, I really like him. He's actually one of my all-time favorite F1 drivers. I just, yeah, he never got the proper shot at everything, but... I think he would do quite well in IndyCar, and he also seems to err on the side of kind of old school. Like, when they introduced the Halo, I think he was firmly against it. So, he kind of has that, you know, if we make things too safe, it's going to be unenjoyable kind of things. Not that I agree with it, but it definitely seems like more of an IndyCar kind of way because IndyCar yeah, in my opinion, more dangerous than Formula 1 as far as just Indianapolis and the high-speed ovals. But I'm looking on... Here, it says midnight green.
2: Yeah, that's nothing near teal.
3: Well, if I do type in Philadelphia Eagles teal, teal, the only things that come up are the teal jerseys here. So, I, I I'm not convinced that I'm not in. Inter- I'm not wrong. And then this is what I type when I type in teal. That is the color that comes up.
2: Uh, yeah, I see. I see what you're. That, that is teal. What you're looking That at. is
3: Eagles right there.
2: And they call it there. There's a blog. There's an Eagles blog that called it sport teal.
3: Oh, sorry. What'd you say?
2: Sport teal. I don't. This is deep teal. This is not a thing. This is incorrect. This is total. B-
3: what are you saying? The internet's wrong.
2: Yes. Don't believe everything you read on the internet.
3: Well, I read today that the F one game's getting fixed.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a while.
3: Anyways, Nashville. If we got nothing else. Yeah. Who do we got? We got Elio, Cody, Ware, Ferrucci, Ferrucci.
2: So we should have twenty six again.
3: Dang. Well, nothing like uh, Delara coming out with some extra cash after this weekend.
2: Yeah, twenty six cars on a street course that if you make an error is probably going to cost you at least a front wing and a suspension piece.
3: Yeah, and that was no way like pointing at Ferrucci or Cody or right. Elio, right. that's just the fact that there's 26 cars in Nashville, that there's going to be some issues everywhere. So, I guess the first thing I'll point out uh, as you bail me out with the schedule here is that qualifying seems like it's going to be very important, especially if you want to miss some of the clown show on the first lap. I imagine we will have someone try to be a hero somewhere, a la Formula One, and could lead to to some disaster, but... I think uh, I think qualifying's gonna be really really important this weekend.
2: I concur. Weekend schedule, Central Time. Practice one is four p.m. Friday, Saturday morning or Saturday midday. Practice two is at noon. Practice uh, qualifying starts at three thirty-five p.m. Central Sunday. There's a warm-up at noon Central. Then the green flag is somewhere around 4.30 Central, 5.30 Eastern. So, yeah, and there's SRO, GT America this weekend as well, Trans Am this weekend, and the jumpy trucks are jumping around the track as well this weekend. So lots of different rubber on a city street.
3: So that's great. That'll make grip really nice, right?
2: I'm sure it's going to be very interesting. I'm I'm going to have to track down somebody on Saturday and see yeah, how they feel after probably four or five different types of rubber are put down.
3: So I'm not sure we have anything to get to other than predictions unless um did we miss anything?
2: No, it's pretty pretty quiet. We we got through silly season again thanks to Joey from Barstool and Shannon for hanging out and helping out last week. And thanks in advance to Shannon for helping me out this weekend.
3: Did you call her Shannon McBridge?
2: Yes. I'd say, so, poor Shannon. I, I you know, filled out her name for the Nashville credentials, and she's going to be helping me out a couple weekends here in August as well. And for some reason, I kept typing her name wrong.
3: You ask
2: S- so I just called her McBridge on the show because I said I was gonna do that and it caught her off guard and it was it was it was a nice little chuckle.
3: And then here was Joey probably thinking you're an idiot. I oh, mean he probably thinks that I anyway. Say, first time you message him, he's like, Who's this idiot?
2: Yeah. Okay, predictions. Who's doing well this weekend?
3: Who is doing well? Well, he's a street race god and it's in his backyard. So I'm gonna go with Joseph Newgarden. I think it's a pretty okay. safe bet to make on the very inaugural race of a race.
2: Yeah. I'm going to take Colton Herda. Another good street racer.
3: Bad. How low hanging can we go here?
2: You know, that is the very first time people have been here, so I think as long as you're I think there's very few guys you can you could pretty much go anybody. Who cares? Just do it. Don't kill it. Okay. But like, don't pat yourself on the back when you're right on this one.
3: Well, let's not get bogged down on who hasn't finished higher than 21st in his career. <laughs> yeah, fair.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Scott McLaughlin. Sorry, Scott, but this is a this is gonna be tough for a, for a rookie.
3: Dark Horse top 10. I will say Ed Jones.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to go. Well, is Jack Harvey a dark horse top 10 based on the fact that his team screws up the strategy every week?
3: Yeah, and they also don't have an incentive to do anything.
2: Yes. Okay, Jack Harvey. Do we have any other we have to have one more prediction. We have anything else? No.
3: Who's going to be the surprise guest on Hinch and Rossi's podcast?
2: Is there a surprise guest?
3: I don't know, but it's at a restaurant, so I feel like you have to have a guest.
2: Yeah, well, it's not me, I can tell you that.
3: They didn't ask you?
2: No, no, Thim didn't reach out to me.
3: (laughs) I'm still waiting for Thim to reach out to me to play Age of Empires 2.
2: Oh, that's sad. You should tweet at him incessantly until he replies. Maybe. Or blocks you. Yeah, well, that's all I got. Guys, if you're in Nashville, come say hi and be there. Well... I am there Tuesday, so by the time you listen to this on Thursday, I'm already there. I'll be walking around town Thursday night as much as I can, and then back at the track Friday, probably right before practice starts or right after practice starts. So, But, yeah, we'll be doing some some stuff at the track all weekend. Feel free to reach out, and, guys, have a lovely weekend of racing